Davis. Walter makes a run ahead of it. Burkamp suddenly changed pace through the centre. It's Burkamp! That's magnificent! The move, and then this, which left Dabby's ass totally stranded. Hello, dear listeners and viewers and people having a bath, and welcome to episode number, I think you're number 33, Melvin, where is it? So uh, it is indeed my 33rd prediction in the ABW Waste of Time Predictions League. And as I've just given it away, with me this afternoon is Melvin Marks from The Only Way Is Arsenal. And I forgot to add that onto your, your podcast. Uh, how are you doing? Yeah, Third fine, thanks. Lucky. Yeah, it is the third time lucky. Yeah, we've had a couple of uh, full starts, haven't we? Yes, I'm just going to add, uh, what's the app for your Only Way Is Arsenal? No, that's just my name. It does, I'm, I'm on the transfer exchange oh. now. I'm only on that. Are you? Transfer exchange? Yeah, with uh, on Tuesday nights at 8 o'clock. Oh, who owns that? It's um, Kieran. Really a uh, good guy, Kieran. Really good. And my son's on it as well. And a good guy yeah. called Steve K, who I knew from years ago on a pod. The three of us, Steve K, Kieran and myself, were on a pod years and years ago. And uh, we went our separate ways. And then... Yeah. Uh, I was in the gutter and they just picked me up and pushed me in on the side and said, no, you might do. Give me a little shake. You might do. And so that's where I am now. <laughs> well, you can't argue with that. Um, are you over the moon about our our trophy haul of four trophies that we've already had this season? Because it's uh, more than Spurs have had in the last hundred years. Yeah, but it's going to cost us a lot of money, this given an extension for our trophy room, isn't it? I mean, you know, I'm a bit worried about that. Yep, there goes the cheese room. Goalkeeper. Well, another third goalkeeper. We're going to get, you know. Yeah, Raya signed today. Know. Yeah, brilliant. That's, That's brilliant. Great. Do you do you rate him? Oh, terrific goalkeeper. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And and if even if he doesn't play, and he will play, he'll push. Um, Ramsdale, money. So that's very good news. I was reading that he once in a championship game. Oh, my, my mustache is getting a bit long, and it's irritating my face. Um, that uh, in that one championship game, he did three hundred passes out from goal. Fantastic. That's not too shonky, is it? And also, a lot of them. I've, I don't just watch him. Uh, Brentford have been a fantastic team since they've come up, haven't they? I mean, some of their players are terrific, and uh, his accuracy for these long balls, like out of one arm, kick it to the like a seventy-yard diagonal pass, as good as you get. It's really, it's interesting. Very, very interesting. Yeah, because Ramsdale did that when he was first with us, and that's what he's known for, the quick counter-attack, uh, launching the ball, usually down the uh, the left wing, but occasionally he's right down foot, the right. That's why. Yeah. Because huh? yeah. he's right-footed Ramsdale, right that's why. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And then he stopped doing it, didn't he? And I've said it a few times on these shows, that it almost as if, because you have to kick it really hard to do that, and he almost pulled up a few times with uh, holding his thigh. So maybe he's uh, mm. he's not able to do it. But we didn't see much of that in the second half of the season, did we? No, we didn't. No, that's a fair comment. No, we didn't. Yeah. but So do you think he's going to be um, fighting him for number one, or do you reckon it's going to be... Uh, trying to give him all the cup games because that's what most teams do when they've got first two first-team goalies. Do you think they'll be giving him first early stages of the Champions League or how do you think it's going to work with the two? Because he can't just I, have him at the club and not play him, can he? No, of course not. Unless Ramsdale has a stinker, 
he'll only play to start with in European games and League Cup and stuff like that. Yeah. But after that, after the first round of non-discreet European games, he will be knocking at the door every game. Ramsdale will know he's there breathing down his neck. So I think everything changes after that. Yeah, it does seem like a good idea. So you, uh, you're confident for the season coming up? Well, I'll tell you later. You can't just, you know, you can't throw that at me. Throwing a swirl ball like that, Danny. You're going to do it in yeah. that order. Regimental uh, order. You certainly do have to do it in that order. Because, uh, yeah, so let's get on and, and, and give it a tickle then, shall we? We're going to go go on here and then uh, do this button. And we do this button. And the cat's moved out of the way, thankfully. That's made my life a lot easier. And then we can see it on the screen there. So um, I will fill in this uh, uh, podcast or blog bit later when I can find the adequate look, but I couldn't find it. So uh, your name is indeed Melvin. Correct. Yes, sir. And I, I know a Melvin, and he's currently in prison. That's the only one I know. And uh, <laughs> there you go. And it, your Twitter is at Melvin Marks. Correct. Yeah. And you are a family dynasty of podcasters. Doesn't your daughter do some as well? No, no. No? No. I thought she did. No, oh, no, no you said your son did. Son, my son, Jerome, yeah. I can't get my daughter to come and do a podcast. And she's over in um, Cambodia at the moment, and all the boys are talking right. about football. And she said, I didn't want to um, chirp up and say that I've been to see Arsenal play at Highbury and the Emirates. And, uh, <laughs> and my dad's a world-famous uh, YouTuber. Because they might have checked and found out she was lying. But the first two parts of that was actually were, were truths. <laughs> yeah. So who have you got for, I'll make this a little bit bigger, who have you got for the Premier League? So I keep changing in all the time. But when I first did this, I had, had a, the Premier League, I had, I'm going to say Arsenal now. I'm going to say Arsenal. You've got Ooh. to be a bit confident now. I'm what, going for it. What's, what's made okay. you change your mind? I think that we might have actually, not just after this one game, but the build-up and everything, and they've lost a few players, might have got in City's heads a little bit. Yeah. I really do think that. And also, um, the De Bruyne is not 100% fit. I know they don't start the season well, City, but he looks like he's one injury away of being out for a bit. So, you never know, dear. You never know. I'm um, going for it. I'm going for it. I'm not normally that optimistic, but I'm going well, for it. Well, you won't end up in prison if you're wrong. You, no, no one's going to send you a fine through the post. You're not going to get your car impounded. So you might as well go go mad and go. Well, it's the best. How long? When was the last time we had a team this good? Well, the, the Invincibles, I suppose, isn't it? God, that is saying something, can it? Almost twenty years ago, and everything's gone well. It's just looking in every respect. The club's getting it right everywhere. Yeah, there is a small caveat to that. Oh. And you probably know, you know, I listen to a lot of Arsenal supporters and I see what's on there. I'm a season ticket holder. Doesn't affect me, but, yeah. but, but tickets for the games. It's baggy trousers. It's madness, isn't it? It's not right. <laughs> it's happens, not a house of fun. <laughs> no, it's not. No, very good, right. But, uh, you know, it's. I know you can't please all the people all the time, but I don't think there's enough communication or thinking towards the way they should do it. So I'm just a bit, I feel sorry. There's a few people that I know that are staunch Arsenal will give their right arm. And it's just, it's basically a ballot. You cannot, you cannot make everyone happy in a ballot. You know, it's fair. It's fair. It's for luck. 
But people are thinking, oh, why haven't I got it? They got something against me. It's the same old thing. And it's, it's, I don't know how they get past that Arsenal. I really, I really don't know how they get past it. Well, you but it is a problem. Well, to sort it all out because he's got some ideas. He'll sort it out perfectly. And that means me and all my other friends will get season tickets for bugger all every single season. So, I mean, I, I could probably apply for it. And I, I think I might be quite close to getting one for the purple section. But Ryan is trying to get one for the purple section. I don't know, he's blagging there. But uh, yeah, he's he's had he's had trouble getting tickets as well. But just yeah, that's, that's one of the people I'm talking about. Ryan's one of the people I'm talking about. I mean, yeah. he's diehard, isn't he? I mean, I had a season tickets for best part of 21 seasons, and my last season was the <clears throat> the last season was the first season at the Emirates. So I had four season tickets, and I yeah. gave them all up. And I went, no, this thing, the second half of Wenger's uh, uh, tenure was absolute nonsense, and I just got fed up of it and stopped going. Uh, plus, the travelling was getting on my nerves as well. Uh, it wasn't yes. inspiring, was it? It was a nice new stadium, but it had no atmosphere at that time, which yep. you can understand. And it was, we looked like we were on the way down, and it didn't look like we were having a bounce at all. It took a long time for the bounce. We're talking about it now, the last couple of seasons. Yeah, and it was just really annoying for me because they moved me from, you know, all the wheelchairs sat at the uh, the M- uh, Highbury. They sat, I had a perfect view, and they moved me from there to the back of the lower tier, and if people stood up, I couldn't see a bloody thing. And it was too late to chase. So every other time I went back after that, I sat um, up on the second level. But, right. uh, yeah, so they really didn't give a shit about not being able to see, and I thought, oh, that's just, just bad planning as usual. And so yeah. I went, no, fuck this, and I stopped going. But uh, now that I can go again, uh, the, the child has decided to move away, and so I can't, I can't go. Uh, oh. Right, where were we? Um, I was going to do um, stick an Arsenal for winning it. Yeah, done that. So bring this window back up for me, so I can see it. Arsenal top goal scorer. What are you going to go for that? Trossolini. Oh, Trossolini. Sorry, Trossolini. I'm not sure <laughs> if it's Martinelli or uh, Trossard. I've got, got to go it. for Martinelli on the basis. Danny, that here playing yeah. more games. Yeah, I mean, Trossard is... It reminds me a little bit of Brian Marwood when Marwood first came in and was everywhere, getting assists, getting goals. Well, Trossard's only got one goal for his last season, which I was shocked by. I couldn't 21. believe that either. I yeah. couldn't believe that either. <laughs> 21 games, one goal, 10 assists, much like Marwood. And it may be even yeah. a little bit like Limpar, very similar player to both of those two. So I don't think he's going to get too many chances this season. But he, he is what a player to have come off the bench and, and even yeah. start when you need him to. Wonderful. But you're going to go with Martinelli. How many do you reckon no, he's get? I'm going to league goals we're talking about. All, all, all competitions. All doing 18. 18. But there again, goal scoring isn't exactly a problem for us, is it? No, we'll have, uh, we'll have it's well four spread. or five it's players spread. around that yeah. mark. Well mm. uh, where, where is the, the mighty Spurs going to finish in your predictions? Because you've had many, many years of putting up with them being yeah. half decent for a little while, but mostly rubbish. Do you remember back to the 61 season? I'm not sure if you do. Yes, I do. Yes, I yeah. do. I started watching Arsenal at 61, but going uh, uh, 62 was my first game. Yeah. But my father and uncle, who my uncle lived with us as well, were always talking about bloody Spurs. Yeah. That was a reason they called them bloody Spurs because they were better than us. Very yeah. quick story, Dan, if I may. No, you take you take all day. We've got an hour. The best forward in the world for a long time was Jimmy Greaves. Yeah, he was the and my father's uncle was a baker from the East End, and so he phoned my dad up and he says, "You don't have to worry about next week when you're playing the Spurs." Then uh, Jimmy Greaves came in. 
and I put something in a, one of the cakes he bought, he will not be able to play next week, right? So me being a gullible, I think about six years old then, seven, I was jumping up and down. I knew I'd, I'd never seen Jimmy Greaves, but all I knew was Jimmy Greaves was like, yeah. you know, goal scorer, goal scorer. He's a Barnet legend, isn't he? Yeah, yeah Barnet legend, yeah. <laughs> and obviously my dad knew it was a wind-up, but I didn't until the day came and he and he played, obviously. He played. I don't remember the score, but he played. And I think that might have been uh, not very good news for us. There we go. Uh, yeah, he's a lovely man. Lovely player. Oh, quality man. Quality player, quality person. Yeah. No, uh, even the, I mean, I never saw him play because by the time I got into football in the mid-80s, I think he he's probably retired by then or, <clears throat> or kicking around non-league. But, yeah, St. and Greavesy, I grew up watching that. Oh, phenomenal. I yeah. went to, I mean, that's how much uh, I forgot about him playing for Spurs. He was such much a good player and a personality. I went to his testimonial game at White Hart Lane. That's how much yeah. I like him. Being an Ars- and I was, you know, I am mad Arsenal. Oh, no, no, Jimmy Greaves, different class. Absolutely. Yeah, it is indeed. Um, so the next one we need to know, uh, where, where do they think they're going to finish? Did you tell me? Because I often forget what people say. Seventh, I didn't tell you, sorry. Seventh. Ah, seventh. Any particular reason for that? Is there a little caveat with that? If no, the only caveat, Danny, is I think there's six better teams than them. Only the six? The six. Some, some people United. have got them down as low as 15th. That was oh, Ryan. No, no. Ryan's off history. Off the top of my head, Arsenal, Manchester City, Manchester United, Chelsea, I think, could do it. Yeah. Newcastle. Uh, who's the other one? There's another one. Da, 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 da. Liverpool. Probably, Liverpool, sorry. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for helping me out there, Liverpool. That's They're right. the six, I think, are better than them. Yeah. Whether they slip below that, I'm not too sure. I think they are just about hold it together and get seventh. No. Which they might get a trophy for. You don't know. They might change the rules. <clears throat> Never know. Uh, FA Cup winner, what you got for that? Well, FA Cup, I'm going for City again. Yeah. Good. Well, bad. They've got to give them something. Give them a little bonus. Yeah, yeah. Give, them, give a them a scrap. Yeah, give them a scrap. Yeah. Why not? Uh, what you got for League Cup? League Cup, Chelsea. I think oh, the new, new manager. You get these new managers sometimes that with decent clubs. I mean, Chelsea aren't a decent club, but a big no. biggish club. Well, they're in trouble today, aren't they? Well, yeah, but, but um, um, yeah, but I don't know if they're in trouble, are they? Are they really in trouble? Are they buying their way out of it? The thing is, Danny, if they do Chelsea in a real world, and I'm not sure we live in a real world after the last 10 years, but in a real world, <laughs> Man City should get done. And I yeah. can't see anyone doing Man City. So it might be, uh, you know, we can't do Chelsea because if we do Chelsea, we've got to look at Man City's uh, 115 alleged crimes. And we don't mm. want to open that box, do we? So I think it'll be a, a bit of a fine. Thank you very much. Next. And f- fine Arteta for putting a foot out the box during yes. a game. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Concentrate those, on the big things. stuff, mate. Yeah. yeah. Concentrate on the big stuff. That's what I say. Ridiculous. Uh, like our Chris put there, rather than Man City's, but 115 charges FC. So uh, that's... Um, he, he didn't want us to put Man City there because uh, they should get their name changed. Champions League. Now, I've gone for Arsenal because I'm off my trolley. Most people are going Real Madrid. Have you got a surprise you're going to pull out? Well, I'm, I'm going to go, yeah, there's there's one that's won it so many times before. And I think that, I mean, you can't keep Real Madrid out of it, can you? It's one of those things where they're going to be in the mix, as I used to. It's like for the World Cup. Normally, when I was growing up, the first, what, 30, 40, 50 years or whatever, Germany is going to be either, however bad they are, they're going to get to the final or semi-final. 
It's a bit like Real Madrid. They get there, but I'm going for Bayern Munich. I know they're looking for um, for, for uh, the Spurs centre forward. Whether they get him or not, I just think that the way they run that club is superb, and uh, I think that they will concentrate on that more this year because I, there's not a lot of um, competition in their league, really, is there? They shouldn't have think... won it last season, but my boy shit the bed on the last game of the yes, season. Yes, yes, that's true. Ridiculous. But I'm going for them. I'm going for them. How far With a close Arsenal... Real Madrid. How do you think Arsenal, how far do you think Arsenal are going to get in that? Do you think I'm deluded thinking they're going to do really well? Because Chris the other night said there's eight teams in the cha- in the uh, Champions League better than Arsenal. I said you're talking nonsense. Man City, Real Madrid are better. Bayern are probably on a level with us unless they get Kane. And um, that's about it. Yeah, but uh, you, the thing that puts me off as getting to the final and winning it, Danny, mm. is it's a knockout competition at the closing stages and we're still a very, very young team. That's the only thing. I think we're good enough as a football team, don't get me wrong, but sometimes little things win matches. And have we got that little bit of extra that needs to win the big matches and not yeah. fall at the hurdle? But. I want to be wrong. I want to be wrong. I want to say, well, Dan, Danny, saying we, we've won it. I was, a, I didn't think we would, but you, you've proved me wrong yet again. So let's hope that happens. Yet yeah, again, hello, hello, Timmy. <laughs> How you doing? Oh, I've got, I've got more cats. People that will come up and jump off the table. I've got one that's black and white like a cow. His name is Timmy, and the other one's called Tom Tom. So Tom Tom hasn't come in yet. It's their first day being released out into the wild here. But I live in a cul-de-sac, and there's plenty of greenery and trees and bushes out the back so i think they're both going to be happy where's tom tom timmy he's, he's completely blank me you be blank me is that what you're doing you are a bad boy do you like football do you my brother didn't like football so he's never probably seen any football matches so it's something for you to look forward to um right so uh top goal scorer who plays in the premier league but all competition is 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 Got. It's got to be Haaland again, hasn't it? <clears throat> no, he hasn't scored one yet in pre-season, I don't think. But listen, yeah, he's going to be the focal point, isn't he? He's going to be the focal point for City. Whoever plays behind him is going to give the ball to him. So well, I'm hoping good. he's a busted flush because he's not. He scored one goal in 10 competitive games for Man City. Is it as long as that? Well, I thought he had a fantastic game the other day against Saliba, didn't you? Uh, in his pocket, I don't even think he saw yeah. daylight. It was wonderful <laughs> to see. Um, right, yes. championship. Are you, do you give a damn about that league? And if so, who are you going to pick for it? Norwich. I think they've got a decent manager in Wagner. Uh, I don't know how he's managed to do it, the manager. To fight a war and come back and manage a team is amazing. It's. Uh, he, I think he's, he'll be doing his half-time team talks from a tank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, it will be uh, blitzkrieging the opponents um, yep. um, if things aren't going his way in the second half. So it's uh, much like like much like Highbury was. It's going to get bombed. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's going to be carnage. Uh, Norwich, yeah, not not too bad. He's um, who was he manager of, manager of before? Was it Brentford? Was it Brentford? Oh, you know, I've got no idea. Oh, I should I know. know. He, he was a half decent manager. Yeah, but he don't was you good. like. But Norwich's old manager, who got them promoted twice, is now manager of Leeds. Don't you think that is up for something? Well, Leeds, I saw them play the other day. They went 2-0 down to Cardiff at home. And they looked all over the place. And also, if they have a bad start, I mean, it wasn't a great... I mean, they got a 2-0 draw at the finish. They're being 2-0 down, I suppose that's 
quite good, considering last, like in the 95th minute, I think they equalised. The crowd, the brilliant crowd leads. I've been up there so many times to watch the Arsenal play. The crowd yeah. are very intimidating. But if they had a, if they've just come down, if they have a bad start, the crowd will turn. Believe me, believe me, the crowd will uh, turn. I think. I think that's why I don't think they win it. I think you've made a bit of an error there with, with Norwich because his current record at Norwich, been there since January, he's won 36% of the games. Before that, he was uh, in Switzerland and Germany and then his manager at Dortmund. Is, I mean, um, Huddersfield. Who was the one Town. in England, though? Who was the one? Was it oh, Huddersfield? Yeah. That, 30, didn't Emil Smith Rowe play under him? Uh, possibly, yeah. 15 On to loan. 19. Yeah, 33% win ratio. Well, I, And I the Timo Pukki has left... Uh, has left uh, Norwich and gone to play in MLS. I wonder why. He's gone to play the soccer ball. And finally, first manager to be out of the door. And has, has Lopetegui been given the elbow yet? I know they're talking about it today. They're talking so about it, but I'm not going to say that. I didn't say that anyway. Yeah. I'm going to go for a strange one because I think he's a good manager, but I think he might be struggling with the team he's got. And that's yeah. Marco Silver. Oh, Fulham. Yeah, for them. Yeah, yeah. Someone else has picked that. Who was that? It's uh, Richard from the over and over and over again, who you've done to, used to do stuff with, I think. That's right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you why. They've lost their centre forward, haven't they? He's, I think he's still on their books, their centre forward, but he doesn't want to play from anymore, does he? Oh, Mitrovic. He Modric, wants to go and play it. in the sand, doesn't he? Yeah, exactly. So um, there's that. And they've lost another couple of, couple of players as well. I yeah. think they struggle. I really do. Yeah, William, who was one of their best players last season, um, well, for the second half of the season, he um, it looks like he wants to go play in the sand as well. Oh, right. And so if they lose those two players, they are in a lot of trouble. because William are... was a, was a, had a fantastic season for them, William. Yeah. Like another player. He, I think when we got him, when we bought him or loaned him or whatever we did, when we, we forgot to put the batteries in. It is weird. I mean, he had that one really good game for us. Didn't he get four assists or so? Was That's that... against Fulham, funnily enough. Ah, there you go. So um, there's there's all your predictions. I don't think you've gone crazy on anything. There. I think you're going to be miles out in Norwich, but they're going, what do I know? <laughs> My, uh, Martinelli, seventh, Man City, Chelsea, Bayern. I think you're going to do well there. Out of the 10 possible points, I think you could be on for seven or eight. Maybe even oh, nine. Thank you. you never know. Thank you for your confidence, Danny. Thank oh, you. That's okay. Oh, we've had some people <laughs> pop up in the chat while I was looking at stuff. Uh, Phil says, what madman picked uh, Nunes? That was Mike McDonald, the blogger. Um, Boy 10 says, the only way is Arsenal. There you go. Loki, what's with all the capital letters, people? Loki says, good evening, Melvin and chat. Uh, Boy 10 says, a man of culture to recover from last night. What happened last night? Don't know. I didn't see Coronation Street last night. I no, I don't, I don't even watch telly anymore. And Ryan says Melvin ah. left his dungeon tonight. Woo, <laughs> cheeky, cheeky bugger. <laughs> right, that's it then. So I'm going to close that screen there. Lovely job. It's just you and me now. Um, so uh, where can people find you if they want to find you on uh, the wonderful world that is Twitter? And where do you podcast? Uh, Melvin, the only way is Arsenal marks, as it says in on the tin there. Yeah, that's on Twitter. And uh, I'm on the, the transfer exchange every Tuesday night at 8 o'clock. They're my two. And sometimes I pop up on Ryan's channel. Yeah. From time to time, pop up there. That's where I am at the moment. Lovely. And uh, now that you've got yourself a decent headset, I'll, I'll invite you. I mean, I'd have had you on anyway, <laughs> even though you were like, sound like you were in a bin. <laughs> we'll get you on ABW for, for a few shows. I do like to talk to... Uh, uh, 
gooners that are older than me because you have so much more better insight and historical knowledge and it helps you get a better grasp of, of putting stuff into context, which I like. Thing is, Danny, we have got, and we, we are biased, me and you, who wouldn't be? We're like, oh, that yeah. doesn't make us wrong. We, okay. Our club has got a fantastic history and we should make more of it because it's really interesting, Arsenal's history. There's some guys out there that, that write about it. And it's just, it fascinates me. Some I've heard of, obviously, some I haven't. It's just, you've got to keep it going. It's so, so We've got such an interesting history, Arsenal. And that's why I think people don't like us as well. Because it's mm-hmm. nothing, you know, it's, it's, they, we just got the, they ain't got the history, a lot of them. Nothing like us. When you just said fucking fantastic history, you didn't mute yourself, did you? I didn't swear. Oh, I thought that the internet has just, man. No, no. Oh, you deliberately didn't no. say it. I didn't think about it. I didn't. No, I don't normally swear. No, no, no. Oh no! It sounded like it because when you said that, you well, got, when you, you play it back, if I, if I get, if I do get a late red card, please let me know. But I didn't. Oh, you say whatever you want. People say the C no, word but, on here. I don't no, care. No, but I, I don't, that's not my normal thing. So if I did, ah. that's a bit of weird one. No, no. When you when you said room. when you said something, we asked and have got a something history, and as you said something, whatever the word oh, was, right. your mic cut out. And so we didn't oh, hear what you said. Just <laughs> at the point, you, what, what could have been a story. No, it wasn't that. That's uh, right. Fair enough. Okay, well, we're not, we, we haven't muted him, people, if you listen to this at home. We haven't censored him. The, the, just his microphone um, blipped for a second. So whatever word you used, we will never know. It will be in, in, in a mystery forever. I'm not going to get up. Danny, I'm not going to get a knock at the door soon. I'm up by the language, please. Am I? <laughs> not been on this one. Good God. Nothing but swear words and, <laughs> and nonsense on here. Right. That is us done. Um, I have arranged four shows for you wonderful people tonight. Next up, we will have Drago, who is in the chat. And then and that's at eight o'clock. Nine o'clock is going to be our very own Nick Fights from ABW. Ten o'clock is going to be Jared Carver from the Gooners podcast. And I'm only doing four today because sometimes it gets a little bit much. And I'm extremely nauseous because I've taken some medication that makes me feel like shit. And so, yeah, I'm not even hungry, but I feel terrible. So that's it. That, and all we have to do now, Melvin, is uh, you leave, the, you end the show with a few wise words, maybe a cheeky wave, and then I will roll the credits over to you. Danny, we got there in the end. Thank you very much. Thanks, everyone. Speak to you all soon, hopefully. Hello, dear listener and viewer and those climbing a ladder. And welcome. Oh, you can see over my shoulder the other way. There's my new cat, Timmy. And he's settling in nicely. And that thing behind me on the other side, that is a that is a unicorn. That's not an actual animal. With me today for uh, what number show is this? I should remember. It is number 34. It's Drago, my 13th favourite Bulgarian. How are you doing, Treacle? <laughs> Good man, how are you doing? I am knee-high in cats, so you can't really complain about Somebody asked me, what does treacle mean? I forget that people, unless you've seen a TV series called Only Fools and Horses, you, where he comes in and he says to the lady, all right, treacle, makes absolutely no sense unless you've seen that. So I should stop saying it to people who might not have seen Only Fools and Horses. Have you seen it? I am a fan of British comedy, but I haven't seen this particular show. One of the absolute greatest. Uh, I've only just finished watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. Have you seen that? I've seen short clips of it, memes around the internet, yeah. It is is an absolute thing of beauty. Um, 
So, uh, how is Bulgaria at the moment? Are you knee-deep in snow because it's the middle of summer? It's been such a dry month. Horrible. Yeah. Dry. Sunny? Very. Oh, God. Uh, so, I've got a friend who lives in Croatia, Herman, and he said, uh, I had no idea that the, the their coast is one of the most wonderful places in the world to go. And Sean went on holiday there, and she went, yep. Absolutely stunning, lovely and warm. Meanwhile, here in the UK, we've had six weeks of drain, rizzle, drizzle, cloud, rubbish. And then on Thursday and Friday, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday, we're getting 28 degrees. So it's going to be too hot and then back to rain again. I don't know why I bother. I don't know why I bother. And quite frankly, I'm getting quite angry with it. Uh, How excited were you after our wonderful performance in the the Champions League? I mean, in the, um, the Charity Shield. Do you know what? I was pleasantly surprised by the performance because I thought we would struggle a bit more. But after the first 10 or 15 minutes, I think we were very solid, happy. And how about the pre-season stuff? Is there any tactical stuff that you've seen that you like? Yeah, I didn't expect to see Timber start two or three games at left-back. I think he would be coming in as a Saliba backup or a white backup. But... He performed really well. And Havertz, I didn't expect him to start at uh, centre-forward the other day, but he performed really well, in my opinion. I know he missed two chances, but his hold-up play, Lincoln play, I, I like that. Look at this already. Look what Mr Waffles has put. Classic. You have a fantastic name, though. Um, I, I found this little video on, on Twitter... And tell me what your first thoughts are when you see this. Look at that. Look at them. <laughs> Doesn't that just look at Ben White? He's not bothered. Whatever comes, he's having. In fact, he looks like one of the three musketeers with that facial hair. That is just, that is a team full of blokes that are going, apart from Ramsdale, who's, who's Ramsdale's got the Simpsons playing in his head all, at all times, which is why he's always laughing. But that, that video and that performance have filled me full of confidence. And there were people that are saying we won't have a season as good as last season. Those people are a little bit mad, aren't they? I think it will be similar. I think we'll challenge again. Good. Excellent. Right. Let's go and have a look. Uh, um, do your predictions. Um, the cat is back. Are you all right, Timmy? Good man. He's decided that he likes to sleep on my desk, which is wonderful because there's no room for a cat. So uh, we're going to go here. And then we're going to go share a screen and this one. And here we go. Right. So uh, just to need to check your name is uh, Dragomir Vadarov. Yep. How good did I say that? Pretty good, actually. Thank you very much. That's the last time I'm ever getting anything right. And if anybody wants to go and follow you on Twitter, you're one of the few that I follow, and I have done for a while because you're a lovely bloke. It's V-A-R-D-A-R-O-V-9. Are you only born in 1994? Absolutely. Four years older than my offspring. Excellent. Right, the first thing I need to know, who's going to win the Premier League? Unfortunately, I'm going for Manchester City again. Oh, if boy Tendayo is in the chat, he is going to be angry as hell with that. Go on, explain yourself. I think we'll run them closer than last season. But I do believe they will strengthen towards the end of the transfer window. And oh, 
it's gonna be a bit harder to navigate through the competitions. So I think we'll run out of steam again come March, April. But I think we'll run them closer than last season, but still won't be enough. Oh, dear. I think there's a chance that you might be right. So where have you got Arsenal finishing? Second. Oh, that is good. That isn't that isn't too bad. That gives us a chance. Um, who else is going to be up there around the top of the league? Because some people have put us, Chris has put us in third. He says Liverpool will get second. Um, a few other people have put us in third. I don't think any, oh, one per, a Leeds fan said we're going to finish fourth. Yeah, mm. so the lowest any Arsenal fan has said is third. So who, who do you think is going to be up there fighting with us for second place? I'm not sure there will be a fight for second because it's going to be us in City. That's what I think, fighting yeah. for the title. Then below us, there will be a dogfight for top four. I think United will get top four again. And I think it's between Chelsea and Liverpool for the other position in the top four. I don't think Liverpool will be in the title race. I still think they need another defensive midfielder because they need one. They don't have the defensive midfielder in their squad now. And Chelsea are still new new players, so many new players that they won't be ready enough for a title challenge, but I think they will challenge for top four. And if it doesn't work, they will just go out and spend another £600 million on players that don't work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so top goal scorer for Arsenal who uh, in all competitions. Do you know what? Before the Community Shield game, I was thinking I'm expecting a good season from Martinelli. I think he can have the potential to be a top scorer. But he doesn't look in good form right now. So he may need a few more games to get back in form. And the other obvious, of course, Saka and Jesus. I think Jesus this year, Gabi Jesus, will hit the ground running. Maybe not 30, 40 goals, something crazy like that, but in the 20 to 25 mark. Gabi Jesus. It's, it's, it's going to be so close. We're going to have so many players all approaching 20 goals this season, especially if we go deep into the Champions League. So you are going Saka, yes? Jesus, Gabby. No, you're going Jesus. There you go. Yep. Um, where do you think Spurs are going to finish? <laughs> it depends on a certain departure. Yes. England's golden boy. If he goes to Bayern... I think they will be quite low. <laughs> but I'm thinking he will stay because he's a loser and he doesn't have an ambition. So I think they'll finish seventh. That seems to be um, a popular opinion. Um, I think I can do, if I do this, then I can work out, do all of that lot. That's not letting me do it. Now you scumbag. I wonder why it does that. This one doesn't want to let me. Um, this no that's not doing it either sometimes you could do that and it would show you the the average of what they all are in the bottom right hand corner but this one doesn't seem to want to do it and i'm not having that i'm not happy right seventh that seems about fair possibly um fa cup winner who have you got i think it's time for number 15 the arsenal oh go on why i think we'll go for it this summer uh, this season because mm. the last few seasons, it seems Arteta didn't take it that seriously after winning it the first mm. time. So I'm thinking we will go for it this time. It's our competition. 
that would be nice. A little bit of Wembley glory to add to all the other four trophies we already won this season. And uh, League Cup, who are you picking for that? Uh, I went with City. Oh, yeah. There's a habit of going for that, Pep. I think you prioritize it once again in the hope that it drives them into a winning mentality again. Because it is a nice mid-season boost, isn't it? Because it's the end of February. And uh, so should I put Manchester City reserves next to that? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, they certainly do like it. Um, a lot of people have gone Man City for that one. So I shall work out the uh, things at a later date. Champions League. This is the one. This is the test of whether you've gone mad or not. I've picked Arsenal, so I'm off my trolley. Um, who are you picking? Real Madrid. For the obvious reasons? It's a boring answer, I know, but I, I think they will get Mbappe towards the end of the window. I think he's going there right now this summer. Yeah. And it's uh, Ancelotti's last season there because obviously he's taking Brazil next summer. So um, he'll be going for number five. He's won it four times more than any other manager in history. And yeah. I think he will get it for a fifth time. He is a he is a very good manager. If um, how far will Arsenal get in the Champions League? Because I think there's only three teams that are on level on the par with Arsenal or a bit better. Chris seems to think that there is eight teams better than Arsenal in the Champions League, but take no notice of what he says. What do you think? I think after so many years out, we have to take baby steps. Get out of the group stage first. That's the main goal, yeah. and then depending on the draw, let's see what happens. If we get to the quarterfinals, I'd say that's a very good performance for a first year back. Yeah, I agree with that. You're talking a lot of sense so far. You're going down the Tom Canton route of uh, using logic, and I don't like it. Uh, top goal scorer from the Premier League, all competitions. It's got to be Haaland, isn't it? Really? That's what I've gone for. You're not going to go for someone like uh, Nunes or Nkunku? I, I don't rate Nunes, actually. I think he's a waste of money for Liverpool. Yeah. I think Haaland, he won't be scoring in the 50s like he did last year. I think around the 40 mark. Maybe a little yeah. drop-off, but still better than anyone else. Well, he hasn't got um, um, Gundogan behind him, making him look wonderful, has he? And uh, De Bruyne isn't fit. And uh, yeah. Rodri is really only there to... Do the central midfield oh, works, eh? He's there to annoy us. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's he's not a bad player, is he? He's quite no, good. Class. Do you do you take any notice of the uh, the championship? You know what? When I was young, I used to watch it a lot. I really liked it, but during the last five six years, I just don't have the time. Yeah, I do think though that uh, Southampton will win it. Yeah, because I think they have a good structure, good plan, how to build their club. They bought a lot of city reserves last summer or something like that. They've restructured the club. It would look like they were prepared for that relegation all season. So they knew what they were doing and building for the future. So I think they are better equipped than anyone else in the league to win it. Yeah, that is very logical. <clears throat> First Premier League manager to be fired. Well, Lopetegui is clearly as good as gone, so I won't be 
saying uh-huh. him won't be fair to the other guys saying before that. Um, I think Marco Silva Fulham is an interesting shout. Yeah. Because there were rumors in the summer he was off to uh, Saudi Arabia. Apparently he refused, but so there's something boiling there. And I just look at their fixtures earlier. They had some very tough away fixtures in the first 10 or 11 games. So they might be in trouble. And when you're in trouble, they could pull the trigger. So you're going for Silver as well? Yeah, Marco Silva. Oh, dear. Um, he is notoriously a manager that does go from doesn't stay very long at clubs. He's, I think he, he won the title with was it Olympiacos? There's loads. Every manager goes there and, and wins it. And, and a special question just for you: Are Ludogorets going to win their thirteenth Bulgarian Championship in a row? Probably. There's How no competition. Carry on. There's not much competition. I mean, the last. Three or four years, CSKA, Sofia have challenged them, you could say, run them closer. But uh, the infrastructure they built there, one of the richest people in the country has put so so much money in it. It's impossible for the rest to catch up. Because it reminds me a little bit of in France. Lyon have only ever won seven titles, I think, and they won them all in a row. And they've not won any before or after. And that's what Ludogrets have done. And so I was going to ask you why. A, it's more of a PSG story here because it's the money, you know. Yeah. Is that killing <laughs> um, Bulgarian been, football, though? It's peanuts compared to the rest of Europe. And on our standards, it's the richest club in the country. So does that, are people getting bored with the football because it's uh, the same team winning oh, it every time? People have been getting bored of the football for so many years. It's quite sad, actually, because there's not many people going to the stadiums for 20 or 30 years now. Oh, dear. That's, uh, that's not good. It uh, no. happens in too many countries now where you get one team dominating. Right, there you go. That's got rid of all the predictions. I think most of the predictions you've made are very good. You spent five minutes thinking about it, and that's better than what I did. And so that's very good. Um, anything else you want to talk about before you go? Who's your Who's your favourite podcaster other than me? Because you're in all the chat for all the shows. Who, who are you going to pick? Uh, I enjoy Tom. Gonna talk, yeah. of course. I try to watch as many of his shows as possible. Yeah. Obviously, from the Gunas podcast, he's a funny guy. Um, I enjoy Drew whenever he's on on any podcast. I lis- always listen to Drew. He's a joy to listen to. Um, pretty much that's it, you know. The most often times I listen to these podcasts, Harry Simio is another one. I listened to his podcast early on. Who? Harry Simio. Harry. Luna, yeah. The Barbecue King. Yep. <laughs> Excellent. Right. Um, to see if anyone's put anything in the chat. What have they put? Um, uh, Phil says Nunez. <clears throat> not Liverpool class and Mike Hurt says YouTube is nowhere for logic quite right and uh, Phil says the uh, wash your mouth out Saka is England's golden boy ha ha I suppose so could be but as far as the FA are concerned Harry Kane is England's golden boy isn't he 
Yeah. It is indeed. Right. All we need to do now is for you to say some wise words to the boys and girls watching at home, and then maybe give them a little wave or a nod, and then I will end the show. So over to you. Stay in school. Don't do drugs. Hello, dear viewer and listener and people robbing a bank, and welcome to a Burkamp Wonderland where we are doing prediction number 35. And with me to do prediction 35, which, if I'm honest, is about 25 predictions. Too many, but never mind. Not like we've got anything else to do with our time, is it? Is uh, our very own Nick from ABW. Hello, Sausage. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Danny? Well... I took some medication for my arthritis that makes me extremely fucking nauseous the next day. So I've had a banana. I've had half a bag of Doritos and I feel sick as a dog. That's good. When are you getting your magic injection that will make you dance, that dance again? Well, they've moved it. It's tw uh, 12th of December. But the NHS, they killed, they killed members of my family already this year. And I was meant to have the NHS in Mar dentist in March. And then they moved it to June, and then they moved it to August, and today they've moved it to fucking November, because the NHS is fucked. There goes the 12p we were going to make from this podcast. I blame Alice myself. I do blame Alice. It's all his bloody fault. He, had his, he could smell his sticky paws all over the letter that they sent me. Uh, it's just ridiculous, so I'm going to have to go private. I don't know why I didn't do it in the first place, but... Uh, could have to do that and deal with it, I think. Uh, have you got any parts of your body that are falling off? I hope not. I don't think so. I'll just, I'll just, I think everything's intact. Well, you can never be too sure these days. How have you felt about pre-season? It's not been too shonky, has it? All those trophies, four trophies, we've won four. Uh, four? What, what we won four? the MLS one. We won the MLS Skills Trophy. We won the Emirates oh. Cup which was very hard to win that. That was a long and arduous competition, and we won the Charity Shield. So already we're on the quadruple. We've matched Man City's quadruple already. Yeah. Was, wasn't the Emirates Cup just one game? Let's shut your face. Get on with it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so how it... <sighs> You're going to show me a yellow card. How rude. So have you been excited by pre-season? Pre yeah, I mean, I've watched, like, 30 seconds of YouTube highlights and I watched the last 10 minutes of the Community Shield on Sunday when I was down the pub because I forgot it was on because I'm that much of an Arsenal fan. I was what like, are you doing in a public house? That's full of riffraff. Oh, it's, it's in Norwich, mate. It's not riffraff, is it? We're, we're, in the, we're in the nice area of Norwich where no LSs are allowed. Yeah. And yeah, and I saw the last 10 minutes of the game while waiting for food. And then that was the best 10 minutes to watch, I assume. Because what did we you scored, get to eat? Uh, what did I have? It was delightful. Macaroni, cheese, something with meat and salad. And she had Macaroni, was, cheese, looks some, like vomit. Yeah, tasted nice. And she had what, le leaking potato pie, something. So, yeah, nice food. Hello, Tom Tom. Hey, baby, come on. Oh, he's come in now. Oh, Tom Tom. Oh, sorry, people. Um, my brother, I've had to adopt my mum and my brother's cats. And so today's the first day that we've let them out. They're, they're in the Michan's room yesterday all day. We let them out today. And one's been in all day, and one's only just come in at 9 p.m. So I've been a bit worried about you, Tom Tom. Hey, how have you been? 
cat uh, one of six. Oh, no, it'd be six of six, I suppose. Good boy. He likes he likes scratching up your carpet by the back door. Well, I'm kind of concerned that just before we started, you spoke to your cat and said, can you go out and tell him to come in? And it has come in. Yeah, Which one of your cats will understand what you're talking about? Yeah. Uh, Timmy, you didn't uh, you didn't tell Tom Tom to come in at all, did you? Hey, you stay in now, Tom Tom. You don't go out again, young man. Good. Go and get something to eat. Sorry about that cat interruption, but, you know, cats are more important at the moment. Bless them, because I don't want them to run away. Because they would, they'd be, I'd be, I'd be pointed at and 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 shamed for it. So, uh, yeah, macaroni and cheese. It looks like cat vomit. Uh, quite a lot of people in the chat actually, but Nick, people that you've been annoying all the time. There's Paul Neil, Jim Eves. I oh, probably come and feel give me, like payback for just like taking the piss out of everyone and banning them, timing them out for like minutes at a time. Any of these that you fancy um, timing out? I mean, some of the predictions that Mr. Waffles made, he needs he needs a timeout. We need to have a little think about what he's done. Sean, as I keep going, I only, I only have two, three things in my life, people. I have football, I have Sean, I have cats. And I just talk about them in rotation. And she actually has a 90, an 18-year-old from Portland, no, from Oregon, staying with her in Cambodia. And she is a dickhead. She's moaning about why they haven't got eco-friendly knives and forks at the place they go for their lunch in fucking Cambodia. Lucky yeah. they've got any lunch, let alone eco-friendly knives the and forks. The place she is teaching, yeah, the kids are either orphans or homeless. And she's going, why haven't you got uh, eco-friendly uh, furniture? They don't have any furniture. They've got one whiteboard and one pen. And she's nicking them for me. They're coming home with her. <laughs> yes, so she's fucking clueless. Uh, but the Australian and the Italian girl are very, very nice. And she's got a couple of uh, Japanese girls there. Uh, well, she thinks they're girls. She's not sure. One of them's 15. And, uh, yeah, we're not sure. Anyway, Nick, dear boy, should we get on and, and do your predictions? We can, because I made them, like, five days ago. I've forgotten what they are. Because I was supposed to be on Saturday night, but someone didn't get yes. out of bed. No, it was... Uh, was it Saturday night you were meant to be on? Not sure you were. Yeah. You said well, Saturday night at five, and then I messaged you, and you went, oh, just woke up. And then you said, at... okay, six o'clock, and then you messaged me at quarter past six and said, well, maybe later. Uh, yes, indeed. I made Josh wait 12 minutes last night because uh, my brother's best mate and one other bloke come round to have a chit-chat. And, uh, yeah, that day I chance mum was here and we were sorting shit out, pointing fingers, making accusational gestures uh, um, at people who kill people for a living. So uh, getting back on track, which is something I struggle to do, Premier League winner, Nick, are you going to make Boy 10 Dio call you a heretic if indeed he pops into the chat? I have no idea what that means, but I've predicted Arsenal to win the league. You are good with him. Yeah. A heretic is someone who is a, a non-believer against the religious organisation. Yeah. Well, you know what, because I did go for us to finish second last year, and I got that right. So I'm hoping that this broken clock is wrong right twice in his life, and we're going to win it next season, which would be nice. But, you know, I mean, I just got oh, I just have a feeling we could mess it all up and have an injury crisis, but... I just think Man City have got a lot of players in and out. Haaland looked like he's on his way to having second season syndrome. And I look with um, De Bruyne, he's 32 now. So it just seems like everyone's leaving and coming in. They get the squad, Their squad is starting to age a little bit. 
Um, are they now they've won everything? Do you think they they're going to be as up for it as they have have been in previous seasons? Probably, you know, like I said, once they've won everything, the only way is to come down. Like a lot of other, I think Chelsea are having a huge rebuild as well. So, you know, it'd be nice if we'd win it. You know, and that'd be what exactly twenty years since the last time we won it. Was so kind yeah. of poetic, kind of poetic, poetic. Especially if we can do it invincible and do the double, that would be that would be an absolute thing of wonder. But do you think we put the willies up them with our performance in the charity shield? Because Harland had a, a an XG of zero point zero. That means no matter what he did, there was no chance of him ever scoring a goal. No, well, I think so. I mean, it doesn't. Re- I mean, it is in. Well, I say a friendly. It seems like every friendly we play against the Premiership side, they turn up for all-out war and just start kicking the crap out of us. But mm. but I think it kind of proves the point we haven't beat them for a while. And even in a game like that, just to prove that we can beat them, or I know it was on penalties, so draw, you know, a draw mainly, but I think we could have won it in normal time, really. I mean, what was it? Havertz had a couple of easy chances that he missed. So I think, like I said, it just proves a point that we can do it. But we shall see. I mean, like I said, it's a long way to go. I just, you know, for how long we led the Premiership last season, I was just really gutted we didn't win it last season. We probably should have done. The Football League started in 1888, boys and girls, mums and dads, cats and dogs. And since 1888 to last season would be 100 plus 12 is 112 plus 23, 176 seasons of top flight football. Arsenal broke the record for the most number of days at the top of the league. Now that not winning that, you mean? That that, that bit is not important. Okay. We broke the record. <laughs> Jimmy Samuel was going to turn up, sit us on his knee, and uh, oh no, it's not him, is it? It's, uh, yeah, I don't, don't think anyone's going to break that record, are they? Oh, well, it's almost impossible to break. I mean, they were top of the. It's like it was a marathon, and we led for the entire way, and we 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 got to the, the finish line and fell over. Have you seen that like meme on Twitter where the guy's running up to the finish line, he looks at the camera and starts slapping his chest and that guy just runs behind him and wins? It's kind of like that, wasn't it? Not, it not it nice. is very much like that. Um, so who are you going to have as Arsenal's top goal scorer? I am quite windy and burpy, so I'm going to have to mute myself and let some gas That's out fine. and my voice is going. Yeah, I mean, I did have Jesus, but I changed out for Martinelli because looks like he's going to be out for a few months again. And um, uh, you know, and how it's going, it wouldn't surprise me if Martinelli finishes the season as either main striker or backup to Jesus as a striker. Because, like I said, he has got goals in him, and I just think these there's definitely a player there, and hopefully. He can win us a league or two before Real Madrid comes sniffing and just takes him away from us. Yeah. That would be nice. I reckon we've got quite a few seasons with him, um, but he will be eventually yeah. sold and we will use that yeah. money to go and well, like buy said, a Bellingham well, swap. Like I said, we've got so many players. I mean, I don't know if we will have at the start of the season once all, you know, but we had the youngest squad last season. So, you know, all of our players are now another year experienced hopefully they realise the bits that they did wrong last season and don't do it again. And everyone's going to be better. Martinelli is going to be better. Saka's going to be better. Saliba, I mean, that people forget. They talk about how brilliant he was. That was his first season in the Premiership last year. And he is 
Matt is on course yeah. to be the best centre back in yeah. the world. So it's just it, it just seems like everyone is should be better next season. Even Arteta, you hope you hope that a few of the silly mistakes he's made, you know, with selection, you know, not rotating as well as he could have done, you know, especially towards the end of the season, like Southampton, West Ham, you know, taking teams a bit lightly when really he should have, you know, you know, even in the press before the games and things like that. But you know, we just got to hope that the few players we've added, you know, like Rice and Havertz and people like that, you know, in my head, they're kind of like, you know, when Liverpool came close mm. and they thought, oh, they just, there's a few key players missing. And then they went out and bought Van Dyke and Allison. Um, and we, and, you know, everyone criticised Van Dyke for how much money he cost buying a player from Southampton, you know, a team down there, not they're very clever, which is, you know, for a lot of money, kind of similar to Rice. I'm hoping, you know, that, you know, this will be our three or four last piece of the jigsaw. And then we can really go at it and be really strong in the league for the next two or three seasons. Look at these bum licks. Phil Macker, wise words from Nick. My mind is blown and Loki's per Nick, the voice of reason tonight. I think they both need timing out for being bum licks. Uh, Paul Nell says ninth Brighton and Villa will finish above. Oh, he's moved on to the next one. Where do you think Spurs are going to finish then, Nick? Paul seems to think ninth. Well, I think, well, I put them down as 11th because I just went through teams. Like I said, I looked at things. I thought Brighton, I think will do better than even Villa. So I just went through and I went, yeah, eleventh. Because I mean, August. Because didn't um, was it Josh who said that if Kane goes, they'll do better? That just sounds uh, fucking stupid. But you know what? You know what yeah. Josh is like. Yeah, I, mean, I know what he's like, and 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 you know they're the hipsters, obviously. But him yeah, and Chris just, have gone off the off the off their trolley. Yeah, I just I can't see anyone who's left. I mean, Son's another year older, and Richarlison for all the hope. Like you said, what was it you said? He scored. One goal last year, but celebrated three. I don't know. Yeah, two were offside. You know, like 60, 70 million. And like I said, they go, oh, well, that's only his first season. I was like, but he's had several in the Premiership with Everton, so it's not like he needs to adjust to the league. Yeah. It's, it's just, uh, it makes me makes yeah. me laugh. But yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they finish 11th, and that is what it is. And I mean, they might surprise me and get relegated, which would be nice. But I can't see it. You know, there's there's four or five teams a lot worse than them. You are very you are very right. You need to stop this, right? FA Cup winner. I hope, I hope for some nonsense here because you're making too much sense, and I think the chat is falling in love with you. I mean, I've gone out there. I've gone Newcastle. I just, nice I words. just think, I just think there's something about them, and obviously they're spending the money. No, everyone's sort of ignoring the players they've bought and the money they've been spending over the last few years because they keep saying, oh, they're not doing it like Chelsea or Man City. They're doing it the right way. No, they're spending stupid money. and But they are actually buying decent players. And I think, I mean, the thing is, uh, with the Cups, you've got to get a luck of the draw, haven't you? And I'm thinking by then, you know, the end of January, they'll probably be out of the um, Champions League by then. So I think they'll think, right, well, we're out of the Champions League. We might as well, you know, have a go at the cups because I mean the Geordies, they'd love a cup, wouldn't they? Oh, I mean, when was the when was the last time they won anything? 
Well, they lost the 98 and 99 FA Cup finals as well, yeah. didn't they? I think the last thing they won, without looking it up... Did they win an Intertoto Cup or something? Or the some Intertoto Cup, the season when three teams won it all to make it into the UEFA Cup. Yeah. I think so, that was it. Yeah. I just think they're building something there. And I think the law of being in the Champions League will get, is getting them a few players they might not have got before. So, yeah, I just think that wouldn't surprise me with them. But then they might draw us in the third round and we might spank them 4-0. You know? well, but you've got, you got, you got to be lucky in that competition, haven't you? you got to be lucky, Treacle. That's what you got to be. It's only seven games, so... Yeah, I'm just looking at the last time they won anything. Yeah, the Intertoto Cup in 2006-07. And they also won the championship in 2010. That feels weird, doesn't it? Yeah, Newcastle. they don't really want to count that as winning something, do they? Actually, 2017, they won the championship. How is that even possible? Did they give it yeah. a go twice? I thought they went down and got <clears> straight <throat> back up. They went down in nine, 18th, and then they won it the next season. They went down in 16, 18th again, and come straight back up. I must have completely really thought they got relegated once. I must have completely forgot that. And they also won that the championship in '93. And the actual last time they won a trophy was the Intercities Fairs Cup in 1969. <laughs> there you go, Nick. Sometimes you ask questions, you get answers. So, um, where are we up to now? Who's going to win the League Cup, my boy? I've gone Chelsea. I think they're. I mean, they're. I think they're going to put. A lot of the, I think a lot of teams are going to put the kids out in that, and I mean they've got a huge squad and mostly kids as well. But yeah, I think they're going to do well in there. Between I, I was fifty fifty between them and Man City, but I just yeah. went with them because they haven't won anything in a long time. And I think like a lot of you know they got some really good players, and now they've got you know a decent manager and hope well. I don't really care if they do sack him in November, but if they if they don't sack the managers all the time, they're actually going to get the players to do well. But yeah, so I've gone Chelsea. I think they might do it. Wise words. Now, Champions League. Tell the boys and girls what you've picked for that. I just went for Bayern Munich because I just thought that would be hilarious for like Harry Kane to win the Champions League in his first season if he leaves that place. Hmm. And just, I just, I just like to see that happen, just for like the absolute meltdown, you know, of yeah. them online. I mean, obviously, I prefer Arsenal to win it, but I'm realistic. I'm not stupid. Uh, so you're going for Bayern München? Yeah. Boy Ten is here. We were visited by another heretic, as in uh, Drago, um, but it's not Nick. Good. That's that's important because uh, there's only so so many Arsenal fans we can burn at the stake as witches, and you've managed to get away with it, Nick. Which is a shame because I make you. I think you'd make a lovely uh, a bit of suckling on you for 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 the carnivores amongst us. Yeah, nice bit of crackling around the thighs. Oh, I tell you what, that's made people horny and hungry, and that's a <laughs> lovely combination to be. So, chat a top goal scorer at all competitions, and what are you going to go for? Well, I've gone. I mean, I think Haaland is. I think he's good to have second season syndrome because he did start to get found out towards the end of last season. I've gone for Salah because I think he's got one more good season left in him, and they're in the um, Europa League, so there's going to be a few extra games. And you said that's all competitions, so I think he he could be close to double figures in that. And when you add the Premiership to that, I think he's going to just pip pip a few players. So I think he'd be just over 30 goals for the season if you add everything together. 
Boy Pertz, a man of culture is on air. A blessed hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um oh. Timmy. Timmy. His name's actually Immy, but we changed it to Timmy because Immy is a bit shit. Uh championship. Now, obviously your heart says Norwich, but what does your head say? Uh Ipswich. I, I, to be honest, I completely missed that bit, so I only looked at that about 10 minutes ago. I just went Leeds because I have no idea. I don't really watch the championship. Even for Norwich, I can't. They're, they ain't coming up because they're crap. I mean, I looked at the odds. Like I said, even Ipswich are higher favourites than Norwich, and they only just got promoted to the championship this year. So it tells you how bad Norwich are doing. Um. Yeah, the Carabao Cup is on at the moment. Middlesbrough have just beat Huddersfield 3-2. Did Chippa Chippa Abcom score any goals? Uh, no, he didn't. I don't think he played, though. Just seeing if there's any other teams we might recognise doing well. I don't like the way that whoscored.com have changed the way they put their, their scores live on the page. They're too small. Too small, and I refuse to do control and mouse up. Uh, no one. Oh, Blackburn have scored. Oh. Aldo Cookie will be happy. Blackburn have scored four. That is uh, that's a turn up for the books. Hopefully, I'm going to get him to come on and do a show with us. So, uh, and I've got a Spurs fan coming on. He's going to do a show with us. Be nice to him. Uh, right, first manager to get the sack now that Chris is no longer a manager. <laughs> I mean, I suppose I could cheat and say the Wolves manager, but I think that's kind of uh, that is cheating, isn't it? And does that count if they? agree to leave before the season starts, or is it sacked after the well, season starts? Did you see the the chit-chat we were having in the WhatsApp group today where I said the season, this doesn't count until 12.30 on Saturday is right. when these predictions become live because the first the moment of the f- first minute of the part, first part of the season. Yeah, and then Josh if, came yeah. in. What did Josh say? Tell the boys and girls? I can't remember. I, I, I zoned out to towards be. the end of that. Good. He said that the season opener is the charity shield, and so anything from then onwards counts. So, oh, Jim Eaves, who has been here the whole time, says Wolves have sacked their manager. Yeah, so I can't say it now because I've officially sacked him. So that would, that was, you know, can we go back in time? Um, yes, we can. And oh, no, you have to pick another one. No, so, I, I said I'm not going to. I'm going to go with I said, um, Marco Silva. Well, that will count as the second manager to be sacked. Yeah. Uh, three in a row for Silver. That is, um, but your one will be, I'm going to put a little background colour of um, a little bit of uh, light blue because mm. that means second manager to be fired if indeed. Mm. Hold on, has he been fired or is it has he quit? Well, I think they agreed to just knock it on the head. So that's not like they've sacked him. If I'm going to do do they actually ever announce that a manager's been sacked? They normally said they've agreed to part ways. I don't know if anyone has ever come out and said we have fired him, like managers well, for years. Looking at the old uh, uh, Fabrizio Romano official, it's over between Wolves and Lopetegui as they've reached an agreement to part ways. Official parted ways just for us. I mean, it's always a good time to sack your manager or get rid of your manager six days before the season starts. Well, um, I suppose that's better than six days after the season starts. Well, give him time. So the uh, I'm going to change that back because he wasn't. He hasn't been fired. Your predictions are still live, people. It's still live. 
they are okie dokie. Uh, manager should uh, rules. No, that's not it. Phil says we we'll, we will need a shower after the Spurs pod. <laughs> uh, Phil says shacked uh, is that a combination of sacked and shacked? Yes, it is. Or sacked for shagging. Uh, Bulgarian Guna says I don't point out. I don't know who said that. Very true. Mutual agreement to terminate the contract, I guess. And uh, we were talking about you. Have you? Uh, do we let in on? About a certain special person who may well be Bulgarian as well. Don't we talk about that? I think they already know. I think Bulgarian. I think we've said it on a podcast before. Oh, that Nick has his very own Bulgarian. Bless him. Uh, right there, you go. So Lopetegui is uh, wasn't fired. So all the people who said he was fired, you're all wrong. Nil point for you. So I think you've made some very logical and uh good thing the only one you make my trip up on is um Arsenal to win the title but we're gooners and we have to believe in uh in that we can do it because it's important for our own sanity if nothing else I'm also like I've also got to put into account City like I said they could get their sanction this year and get dog points and if they're struggling you know whether because Haaland's broken his leg and De Bruyne's pulled like a calf and he's out for four months and they're like 15, 20 points off the top, they might agree to have and actually want their points to be docked this season because they know that the, the premiership is gone, if you see what I mean. So they may actually, because they're trying to delay it to when it suits them. Like I said, if the season's already gone, what's the point? Of, you know, can you just imagine, they'll give them a 15 point deduction. Yeah. When the when the season's already they already can't win the league, so it's kind of pointless. Tom, Tom, don't go out again, Babby. It's too cold out there. Um, Phil's gone full bumlick. Nick with his sensible head on, he has saved the preseason pod. I think that's nonsense. Hey, Tom, Tom, how you doing, Puss Puss? Um, yeah, Drago has no idea what we're talking about. All, all I'm going to say is Nick has captured one of your fellow countrymen. And, and kept her chained up in his Audi. And uh, yes, and, and it's it, it's a beautiful thing. Nick is in love. Wonderful. Right, Nick, all we need to do now is for you to say wise words, wave good boy, goodbye, good boy, say good boy to the girls and boys. Makes sense. I'm, I'm covered in cat. I don't even know what I'm saying. It's covered this in thing. pussy. That is shocking noise. I didn't think of saying that. That would have been genius. You're having a hell of a show here. You bet you don't want this to end, do you? No, not really. Well, I do, because she's waiting in the other room. So. Oh, hello. You're playing Skyrim. Okay. Everyone, don't worry. Football will be back momentarily. There's no need to panic. ABW will be at it for you after every game, probably. And don't worry, there's always another season. Football, just enjoy it. Don't get stressed. Don't get angry. Enjoy the game. Hello and welcome to a Burkamp Wonderland. If you are listening or you are watching or you are faking another moon landing, we are here with a 36th edition of the uh, predictions. I was going to check. I always have to because every time it changes by one, yeah, it is indeed number 38 with Jared from the Gooners pod, unless the Feinberg has changed the name of it again. Like, I, I never trust that man. Uh, Jared, how are you doing? Doing good. Glad to uh, join the series. It's been fun. I've been watching as many as I can and really enjoyed it and hoping that I am able to keep it under Mike Kerr's sort of time. 
to keep it a little more succinct. I've seen podcasts uh, with, with three people on last less time than what he was yavering on about. And I've got no idea what he was talking about most of the time. Something about Guatemala and um, and uh, some other nonsense. I've got no idea what it was. So uh, what have you been up to? I haven't seen you doing podcasts for a while. And I think you did one the other day with them lot, didn't you? But in general, you've been a little bit quiet. Yeah, we uh, we finally got together and did uh, our prediction show yesterday. Uh, me and the boys, everybody other than Magic, got together for one. Uh, but yeah, beyond that, I've been really busy with work more or less this entire year and have been pretty much out of the podcasting group for the better part of the last four or five months. So nice to kind of be back in the swing of things. Yeah, what is that with a Feinberg? You know, ever since he was a he was a podcasting nobody, him and Andy, little minnows swimming around in their primordial soup of a pond. And I introduced him to a few people, and now he's left us all behind. He's sitting at the top table with all the oi polloi, all the the, the names in the business, and he's least left us behind, hasn't he? He has. He just sent me a picture about twenty minutes ago of him and Vini hanging out, I believe, at the supporters trust thing. So he's been all over with the summer tour, the Gooners versus Cancer live events. He's he's kept himself plenty busy, so g- good for him. At least one of those things is a good cause. The rest is probably more for himself. And talking of people that he has been schmoozing with is uh, Sophie from the Hybrid Squad. Listening with 38,000 feet, she's either become a millipede or she's in a plane. One of the two. I'll let you people decide. Uh, you're right, Soph. Hope you're enjoying yourself. Um, we're just talking about Feinberg disowning all of us now that um, he's um, he's he's drinking champagne with the, uh, the the top people rather than sharing a can of coke with six straws with the rest of us. So anyway, never mind. Let him get on with it. But he did say, I mean, I don't know if he's lost his mind. He said, "I will be free on Wednesday at four eighty-three a.m." I mean, what is four eighty-three a.m.? I don't even know. Since he's lost all that fat, he's gone mad. Yeah, I don't. With him, he's such a wild card. You never know. He may be on an hour early. He may cancel out on you last minute. Not that he would ever do that. Yesterday, I'm just saying hypothetically, it could happen. I think when he comes on here, I, uh, as I know, can no longer fat shame him or slut shame him. I'm going to pod shame him for abandoning his brothers. Um, Sophie's trying to say Mike drank the kook aid. He's gone. She means Kool-Aid. I'm not sure what Kook-Aid is, but uh, it's something I'd drink. I I think I'd give it a go. So um, have you uh, been impressed with pre-season and the Charity Shield? Is it it tingling you at all? Yeah, I mean, overall, I've enjoyed the pre-season. The Charity Shield, (laughs) it's not a huge deal. I don't make too much of it, but like any competition or any game, you'd rather win it than lose it, whether it's you know, important going forward or not, but it's not as much about the quote trophy as it is. I think it's good for our team to just go into a game with city and come out with a positive result in any kind of way. Um, Just mentally, they've had our number for so long and with such a young team, most of these guys have likely never had any sort of decent result come out of a game with city. So to get any sort of feeling of momentum against them is probably a positive going into the new year. The only one that's had any kind of luck against Man City would be the ones who either played for Man City or Arteta back in the day when Man City were rubbish. Other than that, mm-hmm. I think hardly anybody there's had any kind of luck with it, which is which is what a bit weird. But do you think it's we've given them the willies because 
they uh, they weren't expecting us to do that. And we were the better team on the day. Don't care if we scored a 98th minute um, injury time winner. We had the best chances and we looked like the more dominant side because Haaland looked like he didn't even know what was going on for most of the game, did he? Yeah, it's pretty rare you say that, that Haaland was a, a non-factor. And even at nil-nil at halftime, you would have to say, if you were an objective supporter, which of course we're not, or an objective watcher of the game, it's hard to say that Arsenal didn't look slightly better. Um, the first five, 10 minutes city really came out sharp and did exactly what they do. They dominated the ball. They controlled it. It's exactly what you expect when you turn them on. But as we sort of grew into the game that balanced out and, and I thought we outplayed them for the first 45, we certainly created the more dangerous chances with, with Havertz. And then, like you said, Holland was barely had a touch of the ball, which if there's any way to stop a, a phenomenal score from putting it in the back of the net, it's to not let him touch it to start with. So I think at least for us, that first half pretty well went to plan. And then, you know, a little fortunate on the equalizer, certainly. But, you know, you, you get lucky when you put the ball at the net. And like we've seen over the years, City, it's almost death by a thousand cuts. They don't always have to have the most beautiful, well-worked goals. If you just keep firing it in the direction of the keeper, you can get rebound, you get those odd deflections, and, and things tend to fall your way. So, you know, I was happy with the game, enjoyed watching it, and obviously extremely happy with the result. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Phil says, is Mike visiting you while he's over, Danny? No, I'm no longer in his circle of uh, influential people. He's he's climbed upon us to reach dizzy heights, and he uh, he might wipe his shoes on us on the way down because, I mean, look at him. Look, I mean, look at him here. He is uh, with some bloke on the left. Oh, I don't know who that is. I should do. Is that is, um, uh, Tom? Tom? Uh, no, it's Rick. He's the head of the St. Louis area Arsenal supporters group here stateside. Great guy. Of course he is. And there's Vidai in the middle. And there is uh, Skinny Feinberg there. And look at Skinny Feinberg's face. I had to think, is that? I honestly had to look two or three times to see if that was actually him. It's pretty yeah. remarkable how much he's changed in the last six, eight months. Yeah. Not only has he ignored all of his friends, but he's a, he's a skinny boy now. So no, he doesn't come and see me anymore. He might send someone around with a, with a food package or something for me, but that's, uh, um, and Jared and uh, Phil says, Jared sound super silky. Is it the expensive mic? It's gotta be. I feel like I have an annoying voice in general, so it must be the mic. Mm. <laughs> No, you're very, very good. Uh, let's go and get up the the screen so I can do your... But this is the last show of the day, people, because, quite frankly, I'm sick of doing them. So we might do some more. I've got um, a few people lined up for later in the week, Feinberg, at uh, whatever 383 is, but I'm not sure. Um, first of all, we need to confirm a few uh, basic details. Your name is Jared Carver. That is correct. And your username is JC underscore AFC. And you have that tattooed somewhere on your body in case we lose you. Obviously, it's barcoded. It's tattooed. I'm good to go. And you are unfortunately a part of the Gooners pod. Yeah, I've not yet reached any sort of heights that'll let me escape poverty in the podcasting world. So I am still on the Gooners pod every now and again reprobates the lot of them um with the two main people who started it can barely turn up to do podcasts anymore i mean that's that's the kind of world we're living in who have you got to win the premier league and uh, if boy 10 turns up and you don't pick arsenal you will be branded a heretic well the good news there is i have arsenal to win it oh lovely chubbly why if there's any if there's any haters out there why have you picked the arsenal and not man city um my hope for us this year is we're going to split 
Champions League and Premier League with them. I would much rather, me personally, I would rather win the Premier League because I think it's more difficult than winning the Champions League. And part of it, too, when you have a younger squad, even though we have added some real maturity in a player in Declan Rice, not somebody who's played for those big trophies before, we've at least got the experience of feeling the pressure of being in contention or in our case, leading a lot of the way coming down the stretch in the Premier League. So our guys have some experience there and I think we'll be able to hold up to that pressure a little bit better. Champions League's just a different animal. Um, it, it's difficult. It's extremely difficult depending on the draw you get. And it's one, none of our players have really had to feel that pressure before. I still expect us to perform well there. And, you know, if I had to pick it, I think we've got a team that could certainly could make it to a final, but I would pick us if I had to predict it to a quarterfinal. Um, I think it'd be a little early to predict a double for Arsenal. And I, I think that would be a bit of a stretch, but I think one trophy is in the cards for us in those big competitions potentially, which is a great thing because we haven't been able to reasonably say that in a preseason in, in quite some time now. Yeah, very true. I agree with all that. Wise wise words indeed. So what have you got for Arsenal's top goal scorer all competitions? Have you put much thought into this or are you just going to randomly pick a player like somebody's no, forms has done? I mean, with this squad, you almost can. I think there's a good argument we're going to have, you know, a half dozen guys hit double-figure goals next season, so it, it could be relatively close. Um, but when it comes down to it, I lean in the favor of either the guy who's taken the penalties or the guy who's the best player overall. And for us, that that's the same person. So I've got Bakayo Saka, top goal scorer this season. Mm, I said that earlier that we could have four or five players all on around the 20 goal mark because goal scoring is not our problem, is it? Mm-mm, not at all. Would we put in 89, 90 last season, something like that? Uh, I think it was 88 impressive. and the record ever was 87. Okay. So, I mean, it beat Wenger's record, which is, uh, which is something special. Now, talking of losers, where have you got the scum finishing? <laughs> well, it's interesting because, you know, my assumption is that Harry Kane's going to be there. Daniel Levy will just let him rot there forever, not take the money, let the team get even worse once he leaves on a free, which is great. Um, but assuming they have Kane this year, um, just did a quick glance at the table and I counted eight teams right off top that I thought would finish higher than them. So give me a ninth place finish for Spurs. Mm, do you think he's going to go? I mean, I know you just said that you think Levy's going to make him stay, but realistically, do you think he's going to go? Because Bayern are going to get fed up waiting for him to make his mind up and then or accept an offer. And Chelsea are always swooning around for a striker, aren't they? Mm. And they've got the potch links. I, I think that'd be hilarious. That's true. I mean, Bayern, I, the, at least the rumor I saw, who knows how credible any of these figures are, was that their last and potentially final bid was, I think, with bonuses up to like $110 million, which if, if you're Spurs, I think you're absolutely just off your rocker to not take that money. You're going to hang on and then hang on to him for a year of competing to maybe get into the conference league and then lose him on a free is madness, but that's Levy style. He just doesn't want to be made to look like he's losing the best player on their squad. So he's going to sink the ship hanging on to him for a year of mediocrity would be my best guess. Why can't they make an all or nothing documentary on this season? Oh, I'd watch that fucker glorious. twice. Oh. Oh. That'd be glorious. I, th- I think as the kids call it, it'll be limbs and scenes all the <laughs> way through. <laughs> FA Cup winner. Have you got us up for a cheeky double or triple or quadruple? 
as much as I'd like to, I I feel like we're going to be so focused on those other two that it's just not going to be the priority that it typically is for Arsenal. Mm. So I went with a team that I'm expecting a little bit of a resurgence from last season, and that's Liverpool. You know, they've got a an entirely new midfield, but if that works itself out and they kind of get into form relatively quickly, I think they're going to score a lot of goals this year and they're going to be a tough team to beat. And they've got a really good manager, so... I like their chances to come away with that competition with potentially Arsenal and City not quite as focused on it as they may be. Does make sense. Um, are you going to be kind and give the League Cup to some pauper team, or are you, uh, you going to give it to one of the big boys? Well, it's certainly not a poor team that I'm going to give it to. Um, I have Newcastle down for the League Cup. Um, I was a little unsure on it. I, I could see it, it can go so many different ways. I know they're in uh, the big competitions this year as well, but depending on how quickly they look to be out of those, they may uh, be able to put a little more focus there. And as much as I hate to say it, they've built a a talented squad and they play good football, solid manager. And I just think they're a good enough team to get something out of this season. Yeah. I mean, I'd like him for the, for the Newcastle fans. I'd like Newcastle to win something, but not for the owners, not for that Amanda woman. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, just not for football in general. But, you know, Newcastle, as we were looking earlier, the last time they won a trophy was the um, the uh, the Intertoto Cup when three teams won it that season all got through to the UEFA Cup. And before that, it was the 1969 Fairs Cup, which is the for the, uh, the prequel to the UEFA Cup. They've not had the amount of money they've spent over the years. They've not had a lot to shout about, have they? Bless them. So yeah, and, I, and I'm with you. You feel, you feel for the fans, but just with mm. the takeover and the money situation, I can't find myself rooting for them at all. But you certainly feel for the people that have been fans for their entire lives that really are just kind of thrown into to that sort of ownership and are sticking with their squad. So I definitely respect that part of it a little bit, but I, I can't find myself rooting for them. How about Champions League? What you got here? I think you hinted earlier that we're going to make a run for this. We got. Yeah, um, I think we'll we'll make a, a good run and make a good effort, but I've got City again. Um, yeah. I, I, do, I picked us to win the Premier League, and I don't see us in a place where we're going to beat them in both competitions or outlast them in both. So I split it up and gave us the league, City the Champions League, which, given the talent level they have, seems like not that bold of a prediction. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I, I'm a bit... I'd rather win the Premier League than the Champions League mm-hmm. because the Premier League means you're the best in your country. Champions League just means you could have finished, you could have won the UEFA Cup last season or the Europa League, and that's how you got into it. So it's uh, made it not as uh, as good as uh, it used to be when it was only the champions. You were the best of the best. Now, I mean, if you're finishing winning another cup and you get there, or you finish fifth in your group or your league, it's a bit of a nonsense at times. So. Um, Lee, a Premier League player, top goal scorer, all competitions. I mean, again, I'm not going to make too bold of a choice. It, it's hard to bet against Erling Holland. He's the team that they have all the possession. They create the most chances. He's the best goal scorer. I mean, outside of an injury, it, it's hard to imagine a scenario where he's not the the Golden Boot winner by by some way. Um, just to to give you a little bit of a, if you want to call it a bold prediction, I said on our show yesterday in the event that Holland is is not the leading goal scorer or is injured, or we just want to call it a, a silver boot, the, the second in the competition, I actually think Darwin Nunez at Liverpool is going to have a breakout year and start converting some chances. And I don't mm-hmm. think he'll get anywhere near Holland numbers, but I think he'll have a real chance of being second in the Premier League in goals ahead of, you know, quite a lot of other 
predictably good players. Yeah. Well, it is going to be interesting because those teams that aren't, uh, the top teams aren't in the Champions League are, are doing what we were doing. I mean, you saw in recent seasons how many goals Arsenal were scoring in these early rounds of the, uh, the Europa mm-hmm. League, smashing everybody. I mean, that's where most of our goals were coming from uh, at one point. Um, who have you got for a winner of the Championship? I'm going with uh, Southampton this year to win the championship. I think they're set up really well. Um, Russell Martin, his manager, is good. And he's a very, you know, you, you can tell he's a fan of Pep Guardiola and Barcelona and the city teams. He he enjoys that type of football, and he talks about it regularly. He likes possession. He likes a lot of the one-touch passing. And when you've got a team that has a talent surplus over the competition – which I think Southampton probably still does against most of the championship division. It can be very effective. We all know that. And I think he's going to put them in a good place. The downside of that is if you do earn earn promotion, Southampton with that talent level, trying to play that type of football in the premier league is, is going to be a a very different story. And I think they could be one that sort of does the bounce a la Norwich city over the next couple of years. But I think this is a good season for them. Martin's going to lead them well, and he may be the next kind of young coach, that young manager that gets a look to a you know a mid-table Premier League team in the future pretty shortly here. Yeah, or maybe uh, even sooner than that because uh, there were some really decent managers in that league. Uh, Jimmy mm-hmm. has just made a point. He says, interesting fact, Arteta at Wembley as a player and as a manager, 12 times he's been there, 12 wins, and the Champions League finals at Wembley this year. I'm going to have to go and look that up to see what those 12 games as player and manager were. But Yeah, yeah I don't know the details either, but I saw this posted on social media, and I don't remember what account it was, but it was someone who's generally reputable in terms of statistics. So that's uh, mm-hmm. pretty remarkable, and I guess a, a good one to have on your side if that's where the final is this year. Yeah, I mean, he's had uh, three as Arsenal manager with the, the two charity shields in the FA Cup. And then as Arsenal player, I think he had three as a um, as a player with Arsenal. Um, but that's it. I can only think of six. He didn't get there with Everton. I don't I don't think he'd have played there with Rangers or PSG or Barcelona. So I don't know where these other ones are coming from. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to look it up because I saw that floating around and I'm judging by the accounts I've seen putting that out there, I think it's probably true, but I can't think of, of what the, all those games would be either. Unless they've been sneaky and going youth internationals for for Spain or something like that. But I'm going to go nice. and see if I can find it and then uh, poke holes in it because I like to do stuff like that. <laughs> Finally, first manager to be fired, unlike Lopetegui, who has been agreed to a joint agreement to leave. He wasn't fired. What have you got? Yeah, he was uh, definitely one under consideration as I started thinking about this, but that's no longer a prediction since it's uh, it's taken place. Uh, the one I went with was Moyes at West Ham. I don't think he'll be the most deserving of being fired, but when I look at everyone else who I think would be up on that list for me, you know, teams like Luton, uh, Nottingham Forest, a, a team that's going to struggle. Most of them have managers that are fairly newly appointed, and in the case of Luton, earned them promotion. I think he came on just the, the end of last year, maybe. So he's probably bought himself some time. But w- all those teams we're talking about, I think if you looked at the expectations that the team and their fans have for them, West Ham would be the highest just based on their last five years. So I think when they're kind of drugged down and in the mix with those teams, they'll be the ones falling shortest of their own perceived goals. And it might just be the, the reason he moves on. 
they're also a team that is just big enough and you know in london obviously that graham potter still floating out there i think there'll be a lot of teams trying to bring him in rather soon and it might be one as far as premier league teams if you're the first one to uh move your current manager on you might be the first one to uh to be able to reel him in which would be a, a huge get for them if they could do it because he'd be one that potentially could get them turned around and moving the right direction after what's been a abysmal summer thus thus far for West Ham. They've really been put through the ringer by us and this, the transfer window in general has not been their friend thus far. Mm. All that money, nothing to spend it on. Dear now they're dear. just trying to, a double scoop for McTominay and Maguire, which that's that's <laughs> that move in itself makes me laugh, but to have that move denied is even worse because you know, obviously they lose their captain and Rice. Kamaka just moved on. And I don't think they've really brought in anybody that moves the needle in terms of their success. You know, maybe some guys that kind of maintain the level, but certainly no one that's that's moving them up the table from what I've seen thus far. Yes, there you go. So yeah, Arsenal and first, Saka, ninth for Spurs, FA Cup, Liverpool, Newcastle, League Cup, Man City, Champions League, Haaland, top goal scorer, Southampton for the championship and Moyes to get the elbow. That's not a bad set of um, predictions. So and I don't think you're going to be too far away from whatever turned out to be right at the end of the season. Um, so uh, tell me a little bit. Of, oh dear, got the hiccups. Tell people about um, what you've got planned for any po- podcast coming up. Yeah, so hopefully over the next couple of weeks we'll be a little bit more active as the season gets going. We've been a little lax over the last couple of months. Part of that's due to availability in our personal lives. Part of it's just less stuff going on when the season's not going. And Mike's been traveling, as we know, with the upper crust of society. Higher than any of us other than probably Sophie right now at 38,000 feet. So, yeah, I, I would expect more a weekly show. We used to do it every Monday. We try and work around yourselves, Highbury Squad, so we're not overlapping everybody else creating Arsenal content. But yeah, hopefully sooner rather than later, we'll have a, a regular schedule and you'll see a lot more of uh, me and the boys just getting on there and going completely off the rails as we tend to do. Jolly good. And finally, if people want to find you on the Twitters, where do they find you? Yep. Find me on Twitter. I've got it down below there. It's at JC underscore AFC. Have you changed that recently? Nope. Hmm. nope it's always been. That's very mm-hmm. short. And uh, I do like the use of an underscore. It's uh, very well placed. Um, all we've got to do now is uh, you have some wise words and a little wave to the listeners, and then I will end the show. So off you go. Off you go. Yeah, no, def- definitely appreciate you having me on. Uh, it's been it's been a long time since we've got a chance to chat, so I've been looking forward to it. And I've enjoyed this series, and I appreciate you letting me jump on and be a part of it and looking forward to however many more you can squeeze in before uh, the kickoff early Saturday. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you very much. And everybody, um, I'm not sure if I've got any planned for tomorrow at all, but today's I only planned at about 5 p.m. this afternoon. So it all depends on cats and whatever else I'm doing. So cheers, Jared. Thank you very much, everybody. And uh, goodbye. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Get down, dog. Splendid business. He nearly caught the bloody thing. What are you talking about? (laughs) So I was just eating a full quiche. Well, you don't often see them at it. So when you see them in the supermarket, they need to be swagged, microwaved immediately and get the brown sauce on them and bosh, Bob's your uncle. Never in doubt.